I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, it's, um, it's Rev and Steve. I'm Steve. That's Rev. And uh, this podcast, let's just say in advance, it's a giant cluster F. Um, and we're going to start things off with me talking to Glenn on my speakerphone because he was having a very difficult time finding parking. He was yelling at an ambulance, I think, at one point. So we're going to pick it up from there. Enjoy this ride of complete chaos. Um, man, I have circled endlessly. The parking garages in the area are either full or monthly only. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out because six is a one way. Right. I keep going up above the freeway and back down and actually just got run off the road by an ambulance. But, um, I cannot figure out how to get to that Bank of America parking garage for all the money in the goddamn world. I'm now eight blocks up on Capitol Hill past Gary, and my transmission is overheating and beginning to slip. So, <laughs> oh Jesus! It, it is getting. It went from dumb to ridiculous. Uh, you guys might just want to start. Um, I don't know if I can get there. I'm going to have to park this car and let my transmission come down, dude, because it's slipping like a mother. It does that when it gets too hot. Okay. So I am really sorry. No, oh, no, man, it's all good. Yeah, this is a new building, new fun. Yeah, it's insane. I, I, I can't. It's like I can't get to you. And now, uh, now because I've been sitting in traffic so long, my transmission's slipping. Man, I gotta park this car quick. No, I hear you, my man. So uh, deepest apologies. I'm eight, ten blocks away. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I'm looking. I'm like, I don't know if it's actual street parking, but. There's that polyclinic building. I don't know. It's like it's right across the freeway on the overpass. If I can get back down there yeah. right now, man, when I press on the pedal, this thing slips and then goes bam and grabs. Like, I've got to get this car off the road. Okay. So that's that's move one. Actually, I think I just found a spot. Huh. Get away from me, man. I don't have any money. Go away. You shouldn't talk to the Girl Scouts like that. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Are you still there? Yeah. <laughs> They're just trying to sell you cookies, man. Oh, God. Okay, um, i got to let this thing cool down for about 15, 20 minutes. And uh, just... Just go without me, bro. Okay, yeah, because and we gotta like we would have to wrap it up at eleven forty-five today because they got uh, Lars from Metallica is gonna be calling in, so they gotta use this room. We found out. Uh, so if you can make it in, awesome. If not, dude, I totally understand. Yeah, dude, uh, it'll make for a great story. Just tell everyone what the hell's happened to me. Yeah, uh, and people will have a goddamn laugh. And yeah, I'm about I don't know. I'm probably ten blocks west of you, dude. Just letting my car recover. So we, we, yeah, I mean, I, I've had you on speaker, so I mean, I have this recorded. So if if it's cool with you, we'll probably play. We could play, put this in the podcast. Oh yeah, go right ahead. 
ahead, go right ahead. You have me yelling at the, get the, the, the guy about the, that was going to come up and panhandle me. Yeah, the poor little girl that's just trying to win a trip to uh, California uh, for Disneyland. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it was. Sure. Just buy the freaking Samoas, man. <laughs> just buy the Samoas. <laughs> What's bad, too, is uh, I couldn't find my wallet this morning. It turned out it was in Tawny's car. So I have cash and no way to pay for uh, parking here on the street oh, that Jesus. I didn't just pulled into. So I've got a $20 bill and uh, no wallet. Well, I, I bet that guy has change of a 20 <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I should hit him up. I should, <laughs> let me go track him down. <laughs> Get away from me. I don't have any effing money. <laughs> I got no time for you. My car is falling apart. Uh, I'm late for the mix cast. And all you want to do well, is take my money. If you're recording, man, I'm telling you, with the way, because 5th is a one-way and 6th is a one-way, I looped and looped and could not figure out how to get to that Bank of America garage. I, I tried about six different things, and it always did the same thing. I could not, because of the one-way streets, I couldn't get yep. to it. So then I started trying other garages, and they're all either completely full or they're monthly parking only. So for 302 bucks, I could have bought a monthly parking pass. Well, that's good for, you know, four episodes. That seems yeah. like a fair deal. <laughs> Yeah, and that's when my transmission started slipping, and I started screaming. Well, then this ambulance came barreling up and shoved me out the traffic. That's when I was screaming the F word at the top of my lungs. Yeah, we we heard that you butt dialed us when all that went on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we didn't get a good recording of that because that would have, dude. You... Oh, that's a bummer, man. Well, I'd reenact it, but Rev would just have to beat the hell out of it. But yeah, I was losing my mind by the time that ambulance came. I had to pull out in the oncoming traffic so we could get through. Yeah, we heard and... you yell Jesus Christ, and another word was in between those two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you guys. I was really looking forward to seeing the new building. It just has not worked out. I've been on the road since 9 a.m. It is 10.51. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I've been on the road since 9 a.m. It is 10.51. That sucks, dude. Yeah, I think I'm going to borrow someone's scooter for next week, man. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think you could, you know, there are scooter clubs, or you could probably rent one, rent a Vespa. It's probably cheaper than 300 a month. You think I could ride bitch on someone's scooter? Would anyone make fun of me for that? I wouldn't. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not with the way that you talk to Girl Scouts. Nobody's going to mess with you. Oh, man, I wish it had been a Girl Scout. I would have bought a box of cookies with my $20 bill since I'm walletless. <laughs> 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 Damn it, my Tuesday would have been great if I could have just seen you guys. I know, man. We're looking forward to it. But, um, you know, we're, we'll be here every Tuesday. So, unfortunately, uh, we'll have to figure out the whole, like, how to navigate around here. Because it is a giant cluster F. I mean, the first time I came to the building, I missed the, the, the parking lot entrance thing. And it was a, it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous trying to figure out how to get back over there. Uh, yeah, no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't even get to it. I mean, I could see it, but with the way the streets are laid out, it yeah. was inex- at least for from where I don't know. And construction. But, uh, I think Google. Yep. I'll make a plan next time, and uh, we'll, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> right on, my man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you guys. Uh, sorry to not be in studio today. No, you know, honestly, the meltdown was worth it. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was close, but no cigar. So close. <sighs> well, cheers, gentlemen. Much well, love. Love you, brother. And uh, sorry that you're dealing with all that. And we'll hopefully we'll get it all figured out for next week. Nobody's fault, man. It's just the way things are. Life is good. Life is good. Just had a moment of you've got to be effing kidding me. <sighs> <laughs> wow. Oh man. All right, my well, man. Well, we love you. 
I love you guys too, man. Talk soon. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, on that note, let's start the podcast. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's not coming in as hot as I hoped. Everything is so Oh, hey, hey. There we are. <laughs> Can I just say we went to a radio convention in Atlanta. And that's the mix cast, and that's the rev. I'm Steve. Hi. Glenn, uh, uh, I'm not sure if anyone caught that, but Glenn's not going to be able to make it to the podcast today. He's busy helping out the Girl Scouts of America. Uh, we go to a radio convention, and they're like, hey, we see that you have new studios. How cool is that? And it's like when someone, like, uh, you're in a relationship, and the relationship sucks. And every, you know, it just so happens to be the day where people are like, Hey, man, I saw the pictures on Facebook. Looks like you and Sally are doing great. And you're like, no, man, we just broke up. She you guys look me. so happy. Right. So it's like trying to put on a <laughs> fake smile at this radio convention. Be like, the studios are great. And in, in, in my head, I'm like, these studios suck. I have the worst poker face. People are like, oh, it must be awesome. I'm like, yeah. Dirt. Mm. Yeah, it's like, and it's, it, in theory, these studios are awesome. They are. I mean, we've got state-of-the-art boards. We've got fancy monitors that are connected to microphone stands. We've got really heavy doors that give you a good core workout every time that you try and open them. Everything, in theory, sounds like it's going to be great. Hell, today we've got, thanks to our, <laughs> Carrie and, and Linda, we've got some Timbits. Oh, this is delicious. Uh, today should be a great day. But, no, no, Glenn's, Glenn's falling apart out there. We don't know how to work anything in these studios, and nobody seems to know how to work anything in these studios. We have, the, there's no there's no USB drive, so I've got my laptop plugged into a microphone, which makes the quality really weird. So that's, right all right, let's see, let's see how we got this. Isn't that amazing? Oh, see, now it's super hot. Yeah, so turn that down. All right, let me turn that down. Turn, turn it down. down, all right. Turn it up over here. Okay, now let's see. Isn't that amazing? All right, there. That okay, sounds. There that sounds okay. All right. We don't know how to work the phone system. No. Uh, in order to, for me, I, I do Migs versus the World of Wrestling, the wrestling podcast. I've been trying to do interviews, but nothing works in here. So I have to plug my phone into a microphone, and it's just been, you know, I look. And plus, I right now physically can't turn my head down because I landed on my head while learning how to wrestle, Dude. and my body is falling apart. It's not good. Um, Wrestling is fake, though. Yeah, it's very fake. The injuries last a lifetime. Oh, like I could do this kind of like. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's from the neck or the back. It's like a sharp pain right by my shoulder blades, and it, it, everything's falling apart. I've had it happen before when like someone collided into me when I played hockey, okay. and I'm hoping that it's the same thing where it'll eventually heal itself. But if not, I got to go to the doctor. Do I sound like I have a weird echo? What's that? Do I sound like I have a weird echo? No. Okay. Maybe it's my headphones. <laughs> Dude, like, I don't know what's going on, what's wrong with this system, if anything's wrong. Am I even coming in? I, are you there? Uh, can, can you hear me all right? Can you hear me now? Okay. I hear you just fine. Can you hear me? No. That's because I turned oh, my mic okay. off. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. For like the last little bit, uh, I don't think I was actually recording myself. Oh, great. <sighs> are you serious? Yeah, so it'll be me off of the mic. <laughs> Carrie Linda, nothing but professional radio. It's a learning curve, people. 
Carrie's like, can I sit in on the on the mix cast? Really? Yeah. Yeah, you get to sit on the worst episode ever. So, you get to meet Glenn Cannon. Yeah, oh, yeah. And you get to meet Glenn. Wait, that was over there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, so that way if you want to talk. Oh, that's the wrong one. wrong microphone, Rev. All right, let's try that one. All right, now here we go. So, And you were all excited to meet Glenn. I know, exactly. I brought him Timbits and everything. Yeah, we got a nice little little special box of Timbits for Glenn Cannon over here. Well, we can mail them to him. We could. <laughs> Maybe I'll pass them on the road when I leave. Yeah, just go up to Capitol Hill. <laughs> yeah, look for the dead car on the side of the look road. Look for the car with smoke and the man yelling at homeless people. Exactly. <laughs> that was, honestly, I'm glad he's cool with us playing yeah. that. That's the best pre-roll ever. Because, I mean, he's just... I know that feeling. I've been that mad before. He was one step closer to the edge, and he was about to break. He broke. He broke. broke. Oh, man, I wish we were recording when he lost it on the ambulance. It's fantastic. It was amazing. It made my morning. Sometimes misery loves company. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes when you're having a bad day and you see someone having a meltdown, it makes you feel good about your day. It's like, yeah, I can't bend my neck. That's cool. Studios aren't working. That's cool. At least I'm not dealing with the transmission issue, and I'm not yelling at people <laughs> trying to ask. I, man. At least I could get into the parking garage today. But we all know that feeling mm-hmm. when you're just like, dude, leave me alone. I've got nothing for you. Don't even bother coming over. Don't, don't even give me the small talk. I've got lint in my pocket. There's nothing for you. <laughs> So, that being said, I guess we'll, you know, know, I want to start off with this. I saw this right before we started the podcast, uh, and I thought it was just awesome. Uh, Metallica is going to be here tomorrow night. So, if you're listening to this on a Tuesday, tomorrow night, most people seem to listen to the mixed guests on a Wednesday. So, tonight, Metallica, I'm going to be there, bro. I'm freaking out because I'm going to get to do a stage announcement in front of, I, I mean, I don't know how well the tickets have sold for this. I would imagine they're selling pretty good. So, I would think at... About seventy thousand. I mean, that seventy thousand goes right. Think about that. Like the biggest place that uh, I've been with 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 the station was at the Gorge for right. painting the grass, and that was amazing. And that was amazing. But they're it's jeez, isn't that amazing? It was. Yeah, like, because this is just not fathomable to me. Because when you get uh, the Seahawks play, about six, 67,000 people will, uh, 68,000, let's just say. Mm-hmm. So that's not including general admission on the floor seats. Oh, yeah. So uh, I don't know if it's sold out, and I could be overestimating, even if it's 50,000. 50,000 people, I've never said hi to 50,000 people where I could like see them. Like Obviously, on the radio, we talk to a lot of people. I don't know how many, but it's more than that. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, to be right. able to like see a sea of people, oh my gosh! I'm, I'm I, that one texter said this morning, they're like, "Hey, I, I hope you don't pass out." I quite possibly might pass yeah. out. Hopefully, you don't get an anal Charlie horse while you're oh, up there. Thanks, Rev. Thanks for throwing <laughs> that into the mix. I hopefully I don't have to look down because then I'm screwed. Also, oh gosh, yeah. What if everything just falls apart? You look down, you get a Charlie horse, and then you pass out. And then I and then I snap because a random homeless man was trying to take my money. <laughs> <laughs> no. I ain't got any money, man. I just want to see Metallica. Don't bother me. Leave me the F alone. Plus, we got to end this uh, this podcast early because uh, the, the, the men's room are going to be inter- interviewing Lars from Metallica, and they got to record it in here, and good luck to them. <laughs> Hopefully it works. Right. So they might even, <laughs> not them, but the engineers might have to kick us out of here so they can figure out how to take a phone call. Yeah, we actually have no idea how long we'll be in in here for right so you guys will know when you listen to this podcast because you'll see the end time but i guarantee it won't be two hours no i can guarantee that so i bring it up because metallica has been doing their touring and and playing some shows and i think they recently played in new mexico and instead of me telling you what happened in new mexico involving a fan and what he did to other fans 
Let's have the news reporter describe what happened. Oh, wait. Wrong one. <laughs> Top songs, enter Sandman, but at Metallica's recent concert in Glendale, it was more like enter Policeman. Okay, so it wasn't, uh, <laughs> isn't that great? That was great. <laughs> Good <laughs> line. So Glendale, California, I would imagine. Oh, okay. Okay, but uh, I, I read the story from an Albuquerque news site. Let's do it over. <laughs> Let's just stop this podcast. It's no, fun. no, no! I blame Carrie. Those Timbits really screwed everything up. Do you just, I had the through. ketchup. Ketchup chips. They miss. Oh yeah. Legit. <laughs> yeah, he brought in uh, ketchup Pringles. Ketchup Pringles and double loaded ketchup chips. <laughs> I've been destroying those. Like the, those the are double loaded. You like the double loaded ones? Yeah. I like the Pringles ones better, but I like them both. I wonder if they're loaded from the rear. <laughs> <laughs> I got a joke there. Yeah, no, I got to laugh. Worth it. Top songs, enter Sandman, but at Metallica's recent concert in Glendale, it was more like enter Policeman. Now, you have no idea what is about to happen, right? No. Oh, man. How, the reason why this guy got arrested at a Metallica show could quite possibly put him in the Hall of Fame. Whoa. Cops say Daniel DiDio urinated on a family of three in front of him. <laughs> oh, why Daniel DiDio. Pray to go. They're playing one. He's not going to miss it. The big double bass part's about to happen. <laughs> wow. Family of three in front of him, including a 10-year-old girl. And mm. all new tonight, we're hearing the scolding the judge just gave him in court. Okay, so now here comes the judge oh, wow. talking to damn Daniel. I have to say, in the 15 years I've been on the bench, this is one of the most uh, disgusting scenarios I've ever read. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you were just completely... I don't want to use the word. I'll, I'll just say drunk. I'm thinking uh, S-Face is yeah, what she was going yeah, to say. that's a good call, yeah. Which makes me like this judge even more. Mm -hmm. Completely, I don't want to use the word. I'll, I'll just say drunk. Um, and I don't know if you even know what you did. As you heard from the judge, no shocker here. Police say DiDio was heavily intoxicated. Oh, thanks for pointing that out, news guy. Wouldn't have been able to put two and two together. Wow. He broke the seal. That's I've, the problem. He I've, broke the seal. I've never been that hammered that I've decided to randomly, wherever I'm at, go to the bathroom like that. Mm -hmm. Usually that happens at an R. Kelly show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What a bunch. <laughs> what, you've never gotten so drunk that you've urinated on a family of three, including a 10-year-old? No, I have not. I'm I've shocked been, by that. I've been intoxicated enough, and it happened at a corn show where I ended up uh, passing out almost passing out in the bathroom of the Tacoma Dome. Mm -hmm. Like, I wasn't feeling good, and I could tell that I was going to... Something was going wrong. I wasn't too sure what was happening, but I went to... Uh, I was heading over to the bathroom. I, I knew I was dehydrated. I could just feel it, and so I grabbed... I bought a lemonade right there, yep. drank it as I went to the bathroom, stopped, filled it up with water again, drank that again, got into the bathroom, and made it around the corner before it kind of opened up into the bathroom itself, and I had to sit down against the wall because everything got the you know the purple spots that yep. you get and they start getting bigger and bigger when you know you're going to go out i just had to sit there and i'm like okay uh this is where i'm going to be living for a little while <laughs> people are going by they're asking if i was okay and i'm like yeah i'm fine Blah. don't call security please so are you sitting in the in the on the toilet no i was sitting on the floor like in the walkway to get you know that little like kind of l walkway so no yeah. one can see people peeing or anything yeah. like that i was in that in a in a corner just just sitting there hoping I wasn't going to completely pass Crap, out. Crap, you should have had a tip jar and a couple of napkins in your hand and people would have thought you were one of those dudes. I'm not going to pay you. Glenn, leave me alone. I'm, I'm about to pass out.
That's like the worst that I've ever had it, though. The worst. I've never urinated on a family of three. Yeah. Now, I've urinated on a married couple. No, I'm kidding. I'm like, wow. How the much worst, did they pay you for that one? What you're saying, I think the worst still was when it was the old backdoor lounge in Pioneer Square, and I got so hammered that I passed out in the bathroom stall. I went in there to vomit, which I think I successfully did. Congrats. And then I was like, there's no way. I was like on my hands and knees while great oh, visual man. in a bathroom at a bar and it's like one in the morning and then I just said you know I'll just stay right here I'm good <laughs> I'll sleep it off and I remember waking up to my buddy Isaac who was the bar- bartender and him and uh, the security guy and they're like dragging me out from underneath the stall by my feet that's funny what a weird sensation to wake up to it was very weird i think my favorite drunk story about you oh boy is uh our live broadcast i think it was at pyramid was this uh, when Grant Wistrom, Grant Wistrom was uh, pounding know. beers, and he was making sure that you were trying to keep up with him. He was buying a picture for him and a picture for me, and he was crushing them way quicker than I could. But you're right. He was making sure I, I stayed picture for picture. And I know by the end of the show, because this is in the morning, he got in there. I mean, we started at 6, yep. and he got there shortly after. It was pretty early on when he got in there. To paint a picture, he was still... A, he was still technically an active player on the Seahawks. It was off-season. Mm-hmm. He announced his retirement drunk on our morning show. <laughs> and you were so hammered by 10 o'clock. I don't know how long it was afterwards, but I remember you telling me that you did puke into a trash can. At Sluggers. Yes. And the best part, and I always have a soft spot in my heart for Sluggers. I hurled. <laughs> somebody who worked there says, oh, that sucks. And... Wrapped it up, like tied up the garbage, took it out to the garbage yeah. trash can or whatever outside the, the, the big trash bin. And I'm like, am I getting kicked out? And they go, if you do it again, you will be. But nice. Why don't you mix a water in? I'm Everyone like, gets a pass. So the like, first one's free. I bought a hat from Sluggers that day because I felt like I owed it to them. I'm like, you I'll did. buy a hat. You did. And then, yeah, <laughs> I still have that, that, that hat. It's great. That's amazing. Uh, so uh, the radio convention was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm trying to think of like some of the, the weirder things that happened while we were there. One of the ones that stood out, I love it when um, when 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 chaos happens. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting with somebody. It was a buddy that does a morning show. And he had his whole team there, his sidekick, his co-host, the whole crew. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting in the back with me. And we're like, I can't remember. I think it was like a women's panel. Yeah. It was one of the women's panels I missed. <laughs> Okay, yeah, it was, I think it was the second one. Okay. So you were probably getting stoned in your room or something. Might have been. I don't know. <laughs> Allegedly. And his female co-host gets on the microphone because you have this opportunity to speak to some of the radio industries. Like they, They'll put up a panel of some of the most respected people. So for the women's panel, they had some of the big names in the world of radio that are females. And, this, and it's funny because I could tell that she was nervous trying to ask her question because she was probably speaking to people that she looked up to. Yeah. But the way she delivered the question completely made her host seem like a giant a-hole. What? What happened? So she was asking a question. I wish I had the audio of it. (laughs) What I gather from how she asked the question, she was trying to say, how do I build chemistry with a show that's been doing it longer than I've been a part of the show? Mm -hmm. Like the show's been going on for 10 years. She's about a year and a half in. Oh, okay. So I think what she was trying to say is, hey, I'm trying to get noticed by these guys. Sometimes I feel like I'm not able to, you know, 
have the synergy and have the chemistry with them that the two of them have without me. Yeah, you're the you're the FNG. How do you build that chemistry? Right. So they're asked. She's asking that question, but while she's saying, it, she's like, "Yeah, you know, I I just don't understand their inside jokes and their this and their that." And making them out to sound like they're just these jerks that have inside jokes that never even let her in on the conversation. Oh, no. And I'm sitting next to the guy who she's saying this about. And he's oh, like, no. It's like, that's not true. What the hell is she talking about? And I could feel him getting more and more angry. <laughs> and the best part is, as this is all going on, BJ is like about two rows over, doesn't know that he's having a meltdown. But sees her saying it, and he thinks it, and I'm like trying not to laugh. Yeah. And I think he sees me like smiling, and and starts looking at him and starts doing like the the, the smiley like ha ha, flipping him off like you. Oh no! And that's making him more mad. And apparently, like he just, dude, it was great. Like oh. I'm watching this whole thing, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl keeps digging a hole deeper and deeper and deeper. And Drama. and then finally, I see the other guy from the show. He comes running over to him, and he's like, what the f is she doing? <laughs> and I'm laughing, and I'm like, man. And I try to say, hey man, I think all she's trying to say, and she's doing a terrible job of it. But I think all she's trying to say is that she's trying to figure out a way to work herself into the conversations better and was hoping that they could give her some advice. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care. I paid for her to come here. I paid out of my own pocket. And this is what she's doing to me. Oh, man. It was like, wow. I know that he had a conversation with her as soon as that panel ended. I almost was going to be that guy to follow them and be like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I wanted some recon on that. Right. I wish I had like a Whisper 2000 so I could hear what they were saying. Because this guy is super nice. He's one of the nicest guys I know. I can't right. imagine him like that heated, like vein in the forehead sort of pissed off. Oh, yeah. And, wow. But the thing was, and I get... Uh, I guess like they figured it out, and, he, and like he's like, oh yeah, all is good now. Because I asked him later on, I'm like, hey man, how did everything go? He goes, oh, all is good. Obviously, he's like, we got through it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm not going to oh, keep no. asking questions. Yeah, right. How about for you? Uh, what were some of your favorite uh, moments at at morning show boot camp? Um, I it, it was really cool um, to first off hear people talking about um, podcasts in yep. such a positive light. Uh, that was cool. Uh, the producers panel was like probably the coolest one because Tommy from Jeff and Jer, uh, he's been doing like he's in the Radio Hall of Fame for being a producer. Yeah, which is like not heard of. He's like the one. He's the first. Yeah. Yep. And, and and the fact that he loves that so much, but the fact that he was also giving. I uh, saw in his name tag. Oh no, humble brag guy. I, I, I say this no joking, obviously, but. It had his name, Tommy, and then, you know, typically would say, like, what radio stations are ours would say, like, Steve Miggs, yeah. KISW Seattle, BJ Miggs. He said, Tommy, last name, Radio Hall of Famer. I would totally have that, too. I'd have a shirt. I'd have a shirt or a jacket. I'd make, I remember when we Letterman were- Letterman jacket. I would yes. totally do that. We were nominated for that. We didn't get it, uh, but it's always nice to be nominated. Um, sure. And I was fully prepared. I was like, I don't care what it costs. I, even if they don't give us a Hall of Fame ring, I'm making a Hall of Fame <laughs> ring, and I'm wearing it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. So that panel was cool because he was talking about phone screening, uh-huh. and that is like- uh, it's just something no one ever talks about, and it's one of those kind of weird sticking points because I don't want to be when I'm going out there, at, you know, at boot camp uh, and doing all these things and be like, oh yeah, I just phone screen for uh, you know for the show because it it's like nobody takes it serious, right? And, and it's not fair to what you do. I mean, obviously, we give you a hard time on the air, but I think anyone knows. I mean, you do so much more than 
solely oh, phone yeah. screening. It, 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 but everyone just hears that, and right. they're like, it's the same reason why it's like, oh, you're a producer. Well, what do you do? And you're mm-hmm. like, well, it's a lot of things, and it's hard to explain. But here's this one word. Oh, I get on my knees with a cup of coffee in my hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no one understands that. But seeing that, give a little recognition. And then at the uh, the mixer, uh, I was able to talk to people like they're, they're just you know mentioning. And I was actually kind of proud to be like, yeah, I've been with BJ for almost 12 years, phone screening, and mm-hmm. I've got a pretty good system set down and the guys are like well give we got to get in touch with you because we've got noobs that's nice and it's cool because it's like i this is one of the first years that i actually felt like a professional and makes you feel old though doesn't it because yeah, i it felt does. that way a couple of people are like i was nervous to talk to you i'm like wait that's how i felt when i was young in radio and, and went to these conferences and now yeah. i'm that guy like damn it yeah like last year there was a couple of times where i wanted to talk to someone and it was funny because of the guy that we had on the main show today ace ace, ace uh, is awesome he's amazing and he's so cool and he's so personal but it's that same thing it's like you're a really big name i don't want to spend i don't want to take up your time because i'm just gonna i'm gonna chris farley it mm-hmm. and he's like you're cool <laughs> it's like i don't have a real question i just want to hang around you man i wonder if we could if i could pull it up the audio of just the beginning of um, our conversation with Ace this morning. If anyone heard it, if you didn't, I really think you got to hear this. Because it was astounding. So the other day, one of the big takeaways from boot camp was that we didn't know whether or not Ace brought a hooker with him to the radio convention. <laughs> yes, that actually was the big topic of discussion. With BJ was convinced, our friend Ace, who is recently divorced and decided, you know what, I'm going to get a, a much younger, probably half his age, if not more, attractive woman, and I'm going to bring her to the radio convention just to create do that? a man who's very happy with the decision that he made. And he, I guess. You know, I get it. Not not the bragging part, but if it's a new relationship, I I mean, look, it takes a few years. After a few years, you're like, yeah, I'm going to go. And my wife's like, good. <laughs> don't worry about hurrying home. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, when you're yeah, first yeah. dating, you're like, I don't want to go. Well, you know what I'll do? I'll go for one day and I'll take the red eye flight back. Cause I'm, you know, so I get that he wanted to bring her because it's probably new and fun. And, and he wanted to show off what he gets to do. And he's such a well-respected guy. What a great way to like, yeah, I'm sure he's still in the I'm trying to impress this person phase. It's not like totally. A, a miserable, uh, <laughs> you know, slob like me. Mm. Um, but, you know, I would imagine that like he's like, oh, this would be a fun way for her to see what I love to do and also open her eyes to how awesome I am of a man. Oh, yeah. And how everyone looks up to you. <laughs> and, like, and, and people it, do. And people legitimately do. We're not just like building it up or anything like that. Like he is radio. He's a radio luminary. Yes, absolutely. I, I want to take a quick side aside and uh, welcome the Ted Smith in here because I know our in-studio guest, uh, Carrie and Linda. Uh, Carrie was very, hoping very much to meet the Ted Smith, and I figured, well, this might be his only opportunity. Plus, Glenn couldn't make it here. He's yelling at homeless people. His car broke down, and studios aren't working. He so couldn't get parking. High expectations, Ted. You need to make our podcast better. Good to see everybody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ted. He actually could fall right in line with this conversation. Oh. All right, hit me. Did you listen this morning? Oh, I didn't. Sorry. We came to a conclusion. Oh, with the dude. Because yeah. yesterday on BJ and Miggs, we had this really long, drawn-out conversation about whether or not our friend Ace from uh, um, Ace and TJ show brought a hooker. Hooker or not. Right, so when I left the conversation, you guys weren't using his name. It was just that BJ couldn't get over how attractive she was right. and young and this and that. So um, if you want to throw in the headphones, I have the audio of today's confrontation with Ace on our morning show. I'll play a little clip of it. All right. I can't imagine it goes well. Oh. Now, do you have time? 
Sure. Okay, just a couple minutes, but uh, I'll I'll just play the beginning part. It's a a long clip. You go to KSW.com if you want to hear the whole thing. But this is when we first get him on the phone. We have a quick update uh, on the gentleman. Let me uh, lower the volume on this thing. (laughs) Everything's falling apart here, bro. Oh, trust me, I know. We broadcast out of this studio. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Congratulations. And hey, good luck with your uh, Lars from Metallica interview if he actually gets the call in because nobody knows how to work the phones here. They they don't. The hotlines do not ring and cannot be pulled up on the board. And so like our engineers are like, well, just give him the request line. Because nobody had to. Because I couldn't <laughs> dial out to him. <laughs> so you, I hope, fingers crossed, you have a chance to speak with Lars from Metallica today. I hope so, too. <laughs> it's a okay. big, big part of our show today. Yeah, it's a huge part. <laughs> yeah, it's Lars. It's freaking Lars. Uh, so I'll just play the beginning. Because right, it's, one question. Yes. Did Danny say, hey, this is what we talked about? No, no. prompt. No prompt. Nothing. Just, hey, man, would you be willing to jump on the air with us? That's all he knew. And then when Rev got yeah. him on the phone in the phone screeners booth, and he's like, hey, so what are we talking about? Rev just goes, hold on a second. We'll put you through. We were right up against the time because of all the chaos trying to get him on. And it was just, get you on. Sorry, buddy. Not letting you know. Here you go. All right. So now we'll pick up when we first get to talk to him this morning on BJ Miggs. That we were going to talk to about whether or not uh, <clears throat> his date was indeed a real date. Right. Or if it was platonic, or if it was paid for. Rev's got it. Holy bull. All right. And does this man want to be identified? All right. Uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a chance to be anonymous. Okay. That way, if he doesn't right. want to answer the question, nobody knows who he is except people who might recognize him. Now, let me know if you ever want me to pause it. I just, I am so uncomfortable from the jump of this. Yes. Because you texted me. Not only did Ted text me, but also Sarah Colonna, who was in town because yeah. you know, she's married to a Seattle Seahawks. He's a training camp, so she's hanging out listening to the show, <laughs> yeah. texting me about this, too. Yeah. Both of you, and even my wife, who I didn't realize listens in the 9 o'clock hour, mental note. My uh, wife, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just seemed like the guy had a cute chick with him. Right. And But BJ could not fathom that a man... Uh, he, he sounded a little jealous. Oh, a lot of jealous. Oh. All right, all right. Yeah. I right, mean, if, I, you, if you cut him guy, open... I don't want to sound harsh. He would just exude <laughs> jealousy. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. All right, uh, Mr. X, you are on the rock. Hello, Mr. X. Hey, okay, let's see what this is about. I, he's already nervous, you yeah. can tell. He did a nice job of not telling me what it's about. He did a, he was, he's been schooled well, so this ought to be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Our, our Mr. X understands the beauty of <laughs> ambushing somebody without them knowing. With my now, in my defense, Mr. Rex, I thought our fine uh, our, our fine show member Danny would have told you what this was about. But oh, now it's on Danny. Oh, right. yeah, he's throwing him under the right. bus so Cause he, hard. Because now BJ knows he has to ask this incredibly insulting question. Thank you. And you you listened yesterday. Yes, Incredibly. he made it very apparent that get him on the phone. I'll ask him. Yes. Now all of a sudden, I can't believe Danny didn't ask him. Mm-hmm. Right, Danny's the bad guy. Yeah, and then the rev. <laughs> He did not. He did not. So yeah. this is going to be a. Uh, this is probably not a fun surprise, but I'm game for it. So well, I love y'all. In fairness to Danny, you did say get him on the phone. I'll ask him. So why would Danny ask yeah. him if you say? I like how I'm agreeing with myself. Yes, Steve, yeah. you tell him yeah. to get him on the phone so that you could ask him. Well, I think Danny could have at least said it's going to be about this subject, and and BJ has a question about this subject, but he didn't tell him anything. <laughs> Right. Now it's dawning on BJ. He probably doesn't want to ask this question. He doesn't at all. He doesn't. No. Not in the slightest. He is. And you guys only know the guy from hanging out with him every year at boot camp. Right. Yeah. All yeah. Right. But, that, but it's not like we all get along, but it's not like that's the guy that we're all getting dinner with. 
Right. I would do it in a heartbeat. I love the guy. I went to dinner with him once many years ago, and he's an awesome dude. But like, he's not like, he's not like. If BJ had a click, he's not in BJ's click. And if TJ or Ace had a click, BJ wouldn't be in his click. All right, if that makes sense. Yeah. They, they, they like each other, but they don't hang out. All right, all right. This is great because here's what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly because if 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 we told Mr. X like, if, hey, Mr. X, we want to have you on the show. We're going to talk to you about this subject. If Mr. X was like, oh, well, I don't want to talk about this subject, then because he would know that, oh, you know. In other words, if the answer is yes to my question, okay, Mr. X already knows that and knows. Well, I'm not going to talk about this subject because I know the, that's why I think Danny could have at least told him the subject matter, but he didn't do it. It's back. Well, yeah, back, yeah. Back, back. No, he's totally. Yeah. this is this is like how do it's I? It's like get a out Richard Sherman text. Textbook backpedal. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, oh, no. Why isn't it now? Now all of a sudden it just stopped playing. You got to be kidding me. All right, let's see. It play. Come on. 140. I'm going to refresh it maybe. Technology. Oh, I hate this. Thing. Yesterday during TV time, I just went because the phones weren't working and stuff during the rest of the show. Finally, I just went. And now they're just banging on the top of the, the top of the <laughs> top of the ceiling. Yeah, now the internet just stopped working on this. Oh, you got to be effing kidding me. Say, are those Timbits? Those are Timbits. Yeah. They were supposed to be for Glenn, but he couldn't make it. So oh. we need some Timbits. Right, we have a quick update. Oh, right, oh there we go. We're going to talk to him about whether or not uh, his date right, was indeed. If if we told me, oh, you know, in other words, if the well, yeah. right, here we go. Danny did a good job. I feel Thank bad. You. I Thank do, you. I give you a, a blue star today, or a brown star, or a gold star, whatever stuck. Brown star. Brown star. What's don't, wrong with me? Don't give out brown stars, dude. No, not not with Danny at least. <laughs> Color yeah. star you want, Danny? It's yours. Orange. Thank you. Orange. Okay. Right. And, and and just to preface this now, yes. uh, uh, Mr. X. I want you to understand that this is just an opinion that BJ has, and I have I have defended your honor because I don't believe that it's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only making him more nervous. Yes. <laughs> so, Mr. X, we saw you. I'm not even going to say where we saw you, just in case we have new people. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I, I feel badly. Okay. I know. Only because he. I, I felt he could have said no. Come on, BJ. Like, come on. <laughs> Do what you said you were going right, you to do. You talked all the trash on the dude. Yeah, now you got to man up and ask him. Do I have him as Mr. X? Because I didn't. I you know is, I I have a question for you. I wanted to ask you with you you know having an idea of what the hell we we're talking about, but now unfortunately you don't. Well, whoever goes into a conversation knowing what the conversation is going to be about in life, <laughs> it's not like there's ever like a, a for a forewarning. But I feel like generally, if you guys called me and said, "Hey, like right now," and you're like, "Hey, come in and talk or whatever," right? yeah. Like there's a little heads. I, I don't like. I feel like this this guy feels like he's getting ambushed because he is right. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Well, that's why I want to make it clear that I have his back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that only made him probably more nervous. <laughs> yeah. Because why would I have his back if it was something good? Right. Exactly. Like, I just wanted to share how awesome Ace is. Ace is want to let you know before BJ tells you what he feels. I had your back the whole time. Right. Like at this point, <laughs> my head would be running through like how many drinks did I have? Like who did I talk to? What did I say? Yeah. Um, Who'd I be on at the but you know, concert? you introduced us to a, yeah. a very attractive woman the other day. You remember that day? Absolutely, yeah. All right. And if I remember correctly, uh, I, she was introduced to us as your friend. That is correct. Yes. All right. Now, before we go any yeah. further, okay. Mr. X, do you have any idea of where Mr. B.J. Shea is going with this? All right. Here's my guess. You're going to ask me, did I bring a hooker with me? <laughs> <laughs> 
I lost it in my booth. I was dying so much. Good for him. Yeah. One of the funniest moments ever on our show, in my opinion. Like, he just was right there. He knew it. Was she that attractive? She was really hot. Yeah. All right. He knows me. Yes! He's my friend. He knows yes! me. I love I, I knew. I knew it by heart of heart. I knew before I even got on this phone, that was going to be the question they would want to answer. There you go. This was a big argument yesterday. I contend, because I know you. I think you're a charming man. I don't, I don't think that in one bit. I think you have all the ability in the world to pull a beautiful lady like you have. Yeah. And, and, and Mr. Well, X, I know you, and I love you, and I'm like, there's no way he could pull this. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's, That's pretty, pretty Yeah, it was awesome. So then what was the story? Is it his girlfriend or just a girl he knew? Oh, yeah. I think he'll, yeah, actually, I think he'll. <laughs> <laughs> I should, there's yeah, no he well, is. In, in this case, I'll be, I'm, I'm the first one to say, as hard as it is to believe, there are a lot of days that I've told her several times before, how did you end up here with me? No, I did not actually bring a hooker with wow. me. That is actually someone who I guess technically would be considered uh, my girlfriend because we just had that conversation uh, the other day about how long this has gone on and have we, has this been long enough. Because I'm fresh out of a divorce. Yeah. So it's actually my, my much younger girlfriend. So, there's a lesson here. Which is, we should move to the South because it's full of beautiful women. It's very it true. Is. It is. Yep. Oh, well, that's why yesterday after I heard the segment, so then I text Stevie, who is this? And he says, it's Ace from the, so I look at, right, Ace and yep. TJ, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I look it up real quick, and like, to me, it was a no-brainer. I'm like, yeah, he works in radio, decent enough looking dude in his 50s, and it's the South. Yeah. Like, there are beautiful women everywhere. Everywhere. Right. I think yeah. they just pop up just randomly sometimes. You just All of a sudden, just out of nowhere, just a hot chick just shows up. Yeah. Go to an SEC football game, and they're nice, too. <laughs> and they're nice. I'm dead serious, so she was dude. super nice. Yeah. Which is why I think BJ, that's what I think threw BJ for a loop, that a woman was nice to him, so he just assumed that she was being paid. I mean, look, it's radio. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past anybody in our business to to use an escort or something. But, but for a whole weekend? But for a whole weekend that's a to lot bring of money. them out? Right. Like, what? Not only is it a lot of money, like... <laughs> He's in a convention full of other radio people. He's been in the business for over 20 years. Right. He doesn't need to be like, yeah, look at this chick. Right. He has the respect of everyone there. Yeah. Like, he's a big deal. Let's see. Doubt about it. High five. I wish I could have given you a high five now. Can we go back in time so I could hug him? Now, here's the thing. (laughs) Now, the only reason I I thought this, and it wasn't right at the time, I thought it later on because one of the other guys at our radio conference was indeed having a conversation with a hooker, and that's where all of a sudden I was like, oh, there are are girls that are showing up to this hotel to see if guys will pick them up. And that's where I was like... Oh, my God. Now you have to tell me who that is. I've got to that. Yeah, there were a couple hookers at the hotel bar. I didn't even know that. Oh, oh. yeah. Well, you already were passed out. Yeah, at that point. But I didn't was, out the bar in Atlanta. Much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a couple. No they kidding. probably realized, hey, big, big business conference, radio guys. I mean, like Vegas. I'm used to chatting up a couple of hookers in the bars, but apparently one went up to somebody and said, "Would you like to have a nightcap?" And I'm like, man, I wouldn't have even. I would have been so wasted. I would have been like, oh no, I'm married. Like I wouldn't realize that the person was like offering their services. See, and I probably would have been dumb, like. Yeah. You want to have a drink? Yeah. 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 yeah, we got some Coors Light right. up in the uh, yeah. up in the room. Let's <laughs> you do know, this. There's some light beers up there. Let's oh, it's Ted. Beer. It's Miller Light. That's oh, not for sorry. You. My bad. Yeah. And I missed that. I would love to have seen Well, you'd believe, no, you were missing it. In this case, I completely understand it because, you know, I am a a, a, um, a relatively tall r- redhead man who's very pale, and she is a relatively tall, half my age, 
very tan, attractive woman. So I can understand the thought process that goes with thinking I was with the hooker, but no, actually she's not. <laughs> and I will tell you, does that make you feel weird that like there are possibly other people like BJ at our radio convention are, are debating whether or not yeah. that you brought a, a call girl to the convention? It almost makes me think you should have a t-shirt for the next radio convention that really just says, I am not here with a hooker. Yeah, you, de- you definitely should. I don't know. That makes me feel in a little way like the champ. Like, I, she's so hot, everybody thought it was a hooker. They didn't think it's possible, but it is possible, so I'm feeling great about myself right now. Now, I have to tell you, man, <laughs> he's got a great attitude. He's just like, nice he's like anything is possible. He's like Kevin Garnett now. <laughs> That's why I, I thought about my self-esteem, that I need that to make myself feel that good. <laughs> now, now he, do you go back home and say, hey, babe, you won't believe the conversation I had with my friends in Seattle. They thought you were a hooker. Yeah, I will absolutely tell her that when I talk to her this evening. There's no doubt about it, because I think that is hilarious. Now, oh, here's why. Awesome. Here's, isn't that great? That's that a, is. That, I mean, it goes on for a while. You can go to KSW.com to check out the full thing. But, yeah, that was the, the, the closure of all this is that Ace was not with a hooker. All right, more importantly, though, I've never had a Tim Hortons product. Oh, oh yeah. Are we going to do this yeah, let's do it on right the now. podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be Tim awesome. Boots, Tim, and I think it's Boots, hilarious. Tim, Did you bring yeah. these in? Yeah, I got donuts over there, too. No there's shit. donuts, there's ketchup oh, chips. Stuff yourself, man. I've been killing those ketchup chips, so uh, if you want some ketchup Pringles, you're going to have to do that. I'm in for the Timbit. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Which so one what? did you go? Did you go glazed? I went original great. Great. Grazed. 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 <laughs> All right, cow. I'm going to graze here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so wh- is, is it just like a donut hole then? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. better. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. It's hard to explain, but somehow it's better than a donut hole, even though it's exactly a donut hole. It's, wow. it's probably the Canadian water. Hey. <laughs> hey. That's right, eh? That's right, eh? Hey, send over those ketchup chips. Yeah. Let's do a whole Canada thing. These are the these loaded ones here. Pass them around, Carrie. Yeah, we go. And then uh, he has to also try to catch up Pringles. Oh, yeah, ketchup Pringles, yeah. too. Are you guys Canadian? Yeah. Yeah, we came down from Canada. That probably makes a lot more sense. If you have all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, they, they hooked it up, man. They brought a whole bunch of great stuff. And they and, and when uh, we started with Carrie, he's like, hey, man, do you think uh, I'm going to be able to see D. Ted Smith while here? So look at that. It all it's worked all out great. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, the loads of ketchup uh, are amazing. They're yeah. better than the Pringles. Yeah, why don't we have these down here? Right? See, I disagree. I think the Pringles were better. <laughs> now, why? Because it's more of a subtle taste? Because the, the loads of ketchup are, it's bam ketchup in your face, like hard. Mm. You know like, what it is? I just love Pringles so much. Oh, uh, there you go. Any kind of Pringles is always going to dominate over any other chip. Good old pressed potatoes. Now, don't forget, Ted, once you pop, you can't stop. It's true. <laughs> well, I think I like the the huge one. Well, let me try the Pringle fry. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, the Pringle's subtle. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas that one tastes it, like how I dip my French fries in ketchup. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of ketchup yeah. in there. It's in your face. <laughs> Man, this is awesome. Right? Yeah. Uh, Tim Hortons is just like this funny, like, imaginary place to me. I've never been to one. And then once I heard they it's were like called Neverland. Tim, yeah, once I heard they were called Timbits, I just <laughs> couldn't stop laughing. On the mega cast, we had the that whole cast. conversation with Luke Wilson. Yeah, but fine Canadian boy, Seahawk player. And, yeah. and, and he was talking about, like, the, the youth hockey program. They called the, the, the youth hockey players little Timbits. Timbits, yeah. <laughs> how great is that? Oh, my favorite chocolate. Oh, you went chocolate. I've mm-hmm. never tried the chocolate. Is it good? It's 2017, dude. Try some chocolate. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Open your mind, bro. Right? Right? I got the chocolate <laughs> right here. So racist. This is a powdered <laughs> chocolate. Did you go glazed chocolate or powdered chocolate? Uh, I thought it was glazed. All right, mine's powdered. I'd rather glazed. <laughs> <laughs> 
as the MIGS cast stops down for I'll donut change chat. I'll change you one for the, I know, right? Hey, look, Glenn didn't show up. It right. turned into donut chat. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to donut chat. Actually, that's going to be the name of the podcast. We got it down. Down. Got donut it. chat. I got it written down. Yeah. <laughs> donut chat where it's Oh, wow. Chocolate is really good. Man, that is awesome. I had just a normal uh, straight-up glazed donut earlier, and oh, so good. It's like a different... I don't know if it's like how they change the glaze or how it differs, but it is completely different and just it's so amazing it's It's canadian man right (laughs) yeah you canadians you're doing something right up there (laughs) tim bits tim hortons healthcare poutine yeah oh healthcare poutine (laughs) probably don't have they probably didn't have to bring their gun with them (laughs) (laughs) probably People want to come to their country. <laughs> People want to get away to their country. Hey, Ted, you're going to Metallica tomorrow, right? Correct. We talked about this a little bit ago, but I want you to hear it. I wonder if you're going to, I'm, I'm imagining you are going to have a couple of drinks. Couple. And maybe you'll be like this guy who got arrested at a show in California. Top songs, enter Sandman. But at Metallica's recent concert in Glendale, it was more like enter Policeman. Cops say Daniel DiDio urinated on a family of three in front of him, including a 10-year-old girl and all new tonight. We're hearing the scolding the judge just gave him in court. I have to say in the 15 years I've been on the bench, this is one of the most uh, disgusting scenarios I've ever read. Uh, I don't know if you were just completely, I don't want to use the word, I'll I'll just say drunk. Um, And I don't know if you even know what you did. As you heard from the judge, no shocker here. Police say DiDio was heavily intoxicated. Yeah, I'm assuming he was that blacked out that he just stood up and started peeing. <laughs> yeah. Right everywhere. I Damn. just love that the judge didn't even want to use the term drunk. She wanted to use a word that probably, I, I'm assuming it was S-faced. Oh, I thought she was going to say blacked out. Oh, you could be right. Maybe I'm just thinking this judge is a little bit more Yeah, surly. I was thinking maybe she was uh, 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 trying to avoid saying a dirty word. Oh, you're probably right. We'll never know. Maybe we should call Ace and find out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I got to go do some work. Hi, my man. All right, peace. We'll we'll get out of here in about 10 minutes so you guys could use this studio, and hopefully it works for you. Hopefully. Oh, the mic's not even on. Sorry. Uh, Hopefully it works. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Do you want to take any more Timbits with you? Take a box with you. Take a box. Take a box. Share them with the boys. Yeah, they even got the Canadian accents. It's so (laughs) legit. Thanks. I I was working on it. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, you know, I mean, there's so much stuff that we could do. You know, I'll, I'll do one thing before right. we get out of here. You know, I'm a wrestling fan. Yes. And since you have a wrestling here, podcast. I do. And it's awesome. It's called <laughs> Migs versus the World of Wrestling. New episode. Dude, uh, Landstorm this Friday. Whoa. I know you're speaking of Canada. That. Yeah, good Canadian boy, eh? Yeah. Lance Storm nice. trained in the Heart Dungeon. Did he? I'm pretty sure he did. No, no. He trained with one of the Heart brothers. It wasn't the Heart Dungeon, but it was like it was like Slappy Heart or something <laughs> like that. Slappy Heart. And, and he never even showed up. Like he just had the name on there and then oh, of course. took their money and him and uh, Chris Jericho learned how to wrestle and became Yeah, he's a ECW luminary from back yep. in the day and just has done 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 it good for so many years. He's just a great dude, and so that's gonna be a fun one. And then uh you'll love this next week, Al Snow. <gasps> Couple of legends. Wow. Yeah. You'll have to ask him what the blue meanie's up to. I would, but I already recorded it. So. Damn it! Oh, 
You gotta no, tell me I, so I, I can ask questions. I, I will. Hopefully, I won't forget to ask that question. Okay, I, uh, perfect. But we got a, 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 a an email from somebody who sent me just. Uh, it's from Mark, and he sent me a tweet that Cody Rhodes put out, and he's like, "This could be a good one for your obligatory wrestling conversation." And Cody put up a a video of his pops, the late great Dusty Rhodes. And in the video, it's Dusty doing a promo, but Cody says, my response to anybody who misunderstood or thought trainees should drink in the locker room. So I think what he's alluding to is that Pops might have had a couple Pops before doing this promo. <laughs> so let's check it out. I want to talk about this fat lady sitting up against the wall back here. I come out here every week and I'm out here talking to your brother like I want to. And she's over there saying, Dusty Rose, you're nothing but a whale. <laughs> I can listen to Dusty Rhodes talk all the way. He's like a pastor, yeah. the way that he speaks. Yeah. Well, darling, I have turned down uglier women than you before. <laughs> so the bottom line, don't. Don't try to break my train of thought. Don't try to break the dream train of thought. The bottom line is, now that that's out of the way, it's Gary Hart. Kevin Sullivan, you little devil, if you want some of the American dream, you come out here and get this fat woman and come and jump on it, baby, because I'm here all night long taking care of business. <laughs> Makes me want to go back and watch a bunch of Dusty Rhodes promos. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's the, 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 the iconic Hard Times promo, but there's so many more besides that. You could probably just just go, go in through uh, YouTube and just get down in that rabbit hole and just spend an entire afternoon there just watching Dusty Rhodes promos. I've done that with Ric Flair. I've done that with <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. I've done it a little bit with Dusty Rhodes. So, Rev, this is not something that I haven't experienced. So, you're absolutely right. That's amazing. Man, I'm looking at the time, and I feel like we've... How much, how much time have we even done? Uh, we've done about 55 minutes, oh. uh, but that's also including uh, the pre-roll antics. I forgot about that. That's yeah. right. So, I mean, I, I apologize to anyone who's listened to this for many reasons. Uh, it's been a, a, just a giant cluster F, and I promise next week it will be a little bit more uh, organized. Oh, I don't know, actually. We have a band coming in next week, a uh, band called Everybody Panic. Cool. Uh, great local band. They're going to be at Hempfest the following weekend. Uh, I thought it would be really cool to have them on to talk about that. Uh, just... Really cool stuff, but I don't know if we'll be able to get them to perform acoustic. As we learned last week with the boys in uh, Jar of Flies, we didn't have the mixing board, but that turned out all right. It was a fun campfire experience so with maybe, that. Maybe we do that again. I don't know. I mean, hell, we got System 7 to play uh, acoustic, and they're an electronic band. That's very true. So you never know what happens on the mix cast. <laughs> you know, that's, that is one of the truest <laughs> truest statements ever. So apologies if it's just in a mess. Maybe you've enjoyed this. I don't ever know. I never know. Sometimes people find the ones that are just a giant catastrophe to be the most entertaining ones. But I had a good time reliving the awkwardness that was this morning that with was so good. It was so funny. So mu- and, and it was good to have Ted in because Ted was... I mean, legit, like he rarely ever texts me about something that we're doing on the air, but he was like rapid fire. Like, what the hell? <laughs> what is BJ doing? That was me the whole time in my booth. I'm like, is he really? Did he really? Oh, he really, he really thought that she was a a, a lady of the night. And look, she was a smoke show, but I was like, no way. Like, Why guy- are you going to bring that to a radio convention for two whole days? That's a, that's a bad idea. Yeah. Just, you're, you're not being wise with your money at that point. <laughs> Well, regardless, that was a lot of fun, and, and huge thanks to Ace from Ace and TJ. Also, I got to end this because I'm in a lot of pain. Your neck? 
Oh, it's just, I don't even know if it's my neck. You like moved a little bit right there and I saw you just It's like stop. right down here. Oh yeah. You probably need a, a shoulder massage and you know I'm not going to. Can you rub me down, Rev? No. Come on, man. You got strong hands. Yeah, I know I do. But Show no. me what's up. Okay. How this much is... do I got to pay you? A oh, lot. Ending the show. A lot. <laughs> it Carrie, got weird. Linda, thank you so much and my apologies. This is definitely hey, not the awesome. best Thank you for having us here. Thank you. And so big plans today. You're going over to uh, Vula's. You're going to go check out Dick's. You're going to just do the whole show. Sushi. Good. Nice. Good Up call. to the 90th floor. Yep. Oh, at the Columbia, Columbia Tower. Tower next. Yep. Oh, Columbia Tower. That's right. Yep. Yeah. If you go to Trapper's, try and do the all you can eat. Ooh. It's because worth it's, it. It's so good. And you get to test all the different uh, uh, rolls that they have. It's like 17 bucks for lunch each, which, I mean, I can crush $17 worth of rolls easy. <laughs> easy. And I think the dinner's like 25 bucks. Oh, here comes Ted oh, again. Uh-oh. Oh, Might want to put this on pause. Ted's back. Ted's <laughs> Ladies back. and gentlemen, D. Ted, D. Ted Smith is back. Sorry, Rev. Donut cast update. Uh, Miles and Robin both agree <clears throat> Tim Bits are better than some American places. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Convenient. Robin has broken down <laughs> to she thinks it's the oil they're using. They change it. It's cleaner. I don't know. They're, they're going science on it to figure out what the best part is. <laughs> Seriously. I, I go, Robin, you want one? She goes, I've never had one. I said, yeah. And then Miles like, those are them? And I'm like, yeah. Those are them. <laughs> and the we brought them fresh because we came across the border at about... Four o'clock this morning. All Picked right. them up at three. Look at that. Sorry, man. They were just so excited. I was like, I got to let them know. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks again. I love it. I love it. I love that it's the talk of the town. Tim Hortons and the Timbits. 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 All right. Now we're going to get out of here. Be sure to listen to the men's room if you're listening to this today. Um, yeah, right? Because they'll be talking, hopefully, with Lars from Metallica. Hopefully. If I'm a betting man... I'm not betting on that one. Don't bet. Don't no. bet. Don't bet. Don't. It, it's just too much chaos right now. It can literally go one way or another. I mean, they have as good of a chance to talk to Lars as I have as good of a chance to bend my head so I can look down. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll see you at Metallica tomorrow. Try not to urinate on a family of three. Always urinate on a family of four. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at the MigsCast or leave us a voicemail or a text message. Maybe we'll get to them. Maybe we'll have uh, fine moments where we actually hear from people. I don't know. Like this one. My neighbors have a yippity little dog who will not stop barking. It's driving me nuts. I feel your pain. <laughs> That's an actual voicemail. <laughs> 253-271-4787 or email us, themigscast at gmail.com. As always, thank you for listening and stay positive. I know we need to. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.